0: Welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond.
1: Hello, Dietitian Boss. I wanted to share with you this book that I read. Now, this is not a new book, but I love the concept. It's by Brian Tracy, who's been around for... Very long time. He's written a ton of books. He's a Canadian entrepreneur. And uh, he, I think it's The Art of Charm. Um, That's what the, yeah, The Power of Charm is what the book's called. And I read it a few weeks ago and I posted something about it. And I wanted to have a longer conversation with you about soft skills and how important it is to really be gentle and understanding and compassionate and charming in a conversation and what that means, why it's important and how to do it to help you make money and just honestly become a better person, right? So just professional development, personal development. So one of the quotes from this book that stood out to me is, the most valuable commodity in the world isn't gold or diamonds, it's charm. Right. So sit with that for a moment. Do you agree? Let me know. You can just tag me on social media Dietitian dietitianboss on Instagram. I absolutely agree with this. I think charm is underrated, not spoken about enough. And it's something that I'm going to you know, talk with you about today. How can you incorporate this in sales calls? How can you weave in charm with your current clients? And what does that look like right? tactically? So I would say that... Uh, finding and identifying a charming person in your life is a good first step. So for me, what does that mean? It it means that you are not putting yourself first. So, I mean, you're putting yourself first for self-care, yes, but you're actually making whoever else you're having a conversation with, you're making them the hero. You're making them the center of attention. So anytime you can deflect any of what's going on with you, and really empower the person or people you're talking to, you will appear more charming. So People who give credit to other people, people who mention other people, people who empower other people are showing elements of charm versus people who take all the credit, people who, you know, don't give shout-outs or empower other people at all. Um, and when you, you know, you talk to someone, we've all done it, and they're just extremely self-absorbed. They talk all about their accolades, and the conversation is becomes a me-me-me show. And if you think about your behavior, that's not really attractive for clients. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, wait a minute. How do I show my face, but be charming and not make it about me? And that's a good question. So when you show your face on social media, which is, you know, a huge part of what my brand advocates, you're connecting and humanizing the experience of connection. But that doesn't mean you're making the conversation about you. It means that you're building connection and relatability. So great ways to show your face and be charming and not self-absorbed is to let people know um, how you help them. Right. You use conversation and dialogue about people in your market. For example, if you happen to be in the IBS space, you can show your face and talk about what it's like to manage bloat for people who experience, you know, chronic bloat to the point where they go to bed feeling nine months pregnant, but they're not. Right. So, in, in that way, you're, Helping other people, and you're putting the perspective on them and their needs, and using language that they say, assuming that's what they say. And I know in that space, that's very common language that the market who wants to decrease bloat, um, those are the things they say. I know that because I've worked with dozens of IBS dietitians or people in that space, in the gut space. Right. So I think it's really important that you're thinking about how you uh, appear. And your language, and how you can make your presence more about the other person and not about you. So, another quote: If you want anything in life, money or influence, you must master the art of conversation. Luckily, it's a learnable skill. That's another quote. So, a recap of this book um, says that uh, there, there's five kind of elements uh, that the author Brian Tracy pulls out from the power of charm. Number one is acceptance, express. Uh, complete acceptance. Number two, appreciation. People feel valuable when you show appreciation. Number three, approval. Praise people for what they've done. Number four, admiration. Everybody likes a compliment. And then number five, attention. Most people feel important when you pay close attention to them. So like anything, you know you have to be willing to make mistakes and feel a little bit awkward like any new skill when you're practicing being charming. And the reason it's important is because it's going to help you make sales. It's going to help you deflect the attention from yourself and really serve other people because, you know, as heart-centered, you know, healthcare providers, dietitians love Serving and helping, and and I think it's important when you're trying to do that in the online space, which can feel a little awkward if you're not used to it, to make sure that you are you know being charming and you're understanding what that means. So I'm going to break down a couple examples of those five steps I just shared, and again they're pulled from the book. Acceptance, you know, ex- expressing complete acceptance to me in a diet- dietetic space means that you are accepting an understanding of other philosophies that doesn't mean you need to be best friends with someone that believes in something that's opposed to what you believe in but accepting an understanding that in this world many people have many opinions from keto to body positivity to food freedom to sustainability and everything in between and and whatever kind of combination of different uh, you know, philosophies and thought processes for whatever reason. Well, I think it's really important that as dietitians, we accept other people and other nutrition professionals opinions and we respect them. And I think that's really important. And it also helps empower them. Second one is appreciation. So I think showing appreciation for somebody who you admire, somebody who you see as trying, somebody who you value, or just another colleague. Showing appreciation can mean that you're engaging with them on social media. It can mean that you are taking a moment to comment on their post because they showed their face and you know that that's not always easy. So finding some way to appreciate whether it's your clients, your community, or your colleagues, right, or people in your space. If you've already identified, let's say that you're in the IBS space, you want to identify how you can show appreciation for other people in that space on a regular basis. And that also helps with your thought leadership as well and increasing your visibility. Uh, the third Recap here: approval. So praising people for what they've done. Um, So that's kind of similar to appreciation. Um, Your, I mean, appreciation in my example was engaging with them on social media and having them feel heard. And approval could be going a step further and taking a moment to think on a deeper level, right? So that comment that you're responding to on someone's feed is a little bit more meaningful. Like someone writes a heartfelt, vulnerable post, and you let them know, like, I really appreciate that you shared that. Right? Someone recently in my space talked about being sober and how that's important to them and I knew it was a really vulnerable post. And I took a moment to read the entire post and respond and say, you know thank you for taking time and space to talk about this important topic. right? So that's an example of really praising on a genuine level. The fourth tip: admiration. So, compliment. A compliment can be something that's a little bit more topical than something like the example I gave about sobriety and somebody being vulnerable about a difficult topic. The compliment can be as simple as "I appreciate," um, let's say, the photography that you've, you know, d- completed, or I, you know, I really appreciate that you've taken the time to do a photo shoot. It can be as kind of. Topical is that, or you can go deeper and say, "I really appreciate how dedicated you are to advocacy." Right. So I gave a compliment to my client this past week, Becca from ADHD Nutritionist, and I told her because um, she made a post about ADHD Month, and I actually gave her a shout out, um, Becca from ADHD Nutritionist, on my stories. I gave her a compliment, right? I was admiring her because she was celebrating neurodiversity, and she posted about that. She said October is ADHD Awareness Month. ADHD impacts almost every part of a person's life, including their relationship with food. By the way, that's an excellent post, really empowering and supportive. And I shouted her out in my stories and I said, Art, you know, I am so impressed and inspired with the advocacy and how Becca is taking a stance um, with her community. And she refeatured me and said, you know, every coaches need coaches, right? And she's done that several times before. So she responded back with a compliment. So that's a great example of us admiring each other for where we're at, right? I'm, I'm admiring her advocating for ADHD month. And she's admiring me for coaching her and helping her right? because she's got 84,000 followers and only a year, maybe 13, 14 months ago, she had zero working a clinical job and she had maybe 200 followers when she started with us. And it's not just the followers. She's you know running group programs and changing people's lives who have adults who have ADHD, which is incredible. So it's, it's possible for anybody. And I love Becca's story. And the last recap from the book would be attention. So people feel important when you pay attention to them. I know that you've heard this before, but when you're having a conversation on Zoom or in person, uh, really just looking at the person having eye contact, not looking at your phone, giving them the time of day, letting them know that you see them and you hear them and, and you're there for them. And one great way to do this that I don't think is talked about enough, and it's something I'm actually writing on right now and submitting for some publications, is networking. Uh, so when you talk to somebody, a peer uh, could could be a client, um, could be someone in your field or related, maybe you're talking to a therapist or a doctor, a physician, right? What's important is that you, you're asking them If they can connect you with someone else, right? Whether it's a referral for business or whether it's professional development. Maybe you're trying to work on publishing a book, right? And you can say, Do you know anybody who's who's self-published? Would you be able to connect them with me? Or do you know anybody who is, you know, someone who's a specialist in some kind of area that you're that recipe development or a recipe book or something? Or do you know another dietitian that you think would be someone who I should talk to? So if you can really provide help and support for someone else and connect them when you're networking or when you're having conversations or even just making space to have conversations with peers in the first place, um, that's going to be a really great way to pay attention to them and have them pay attention to you because you're both asking for something. You're saying, can I, can I tap into your network? Can you help me? And then you're asking them, how can I help you? I think that that's a whole other episode. Is how you can provide help and support for people who are looking to develop professionally and personally, whether it's sales related or not. You know, it could just be straight professional development. Doesn't need to be connecting to a sale. It could be again, someone's looking for an attorney, or maybe they're looking for a CPA, and you're doing everything you can to help connect them with somebody who you think would be a good fit. Uh, this past weekend, I was I met a peer and her sister, and her sister has a staffing agency, and I know another entrepreneur and. In my entrepreneur organization group. I do a monthly virtual business owner um, group, like a, um, a one-hour session. And one of the women runs a uh, staffing agency. And when I met uh, a peer's sister, we had dinner recently. She runs a virtual staffing agency. What did I do? I connected both of them. And I asked this, this new peer that I met, how can I help you? What can I do? And I think it's important. And that's a great example of attention, right? And um, the author of the of Power of Charm said, this is the most important. When you give people attention and you help them as much as you humanly can, um, you're really exuding a high level of charm and you're helping change their lives and becoming more influential. So, just to keep in mind when it looks when you're going to implement these tactical tips I gave you from the book. I added my examples and my narrative specific to dietitians. And when you're looking to implement these, you gotta be willing to make some mistakes and feel awkward, right? Because it's a new skill, just like showing your face. So, when you're looking to be charming, again, a recap: acceptance, appreciation, approval, admiration, and attention. When you're looking to double down on these elements. Um, there might be a learning curve. But guess what? I'm here to support you. So send me a DM uh, on Instagram at dietitianboss. Send me an email at support at libbyrothchild.com if you have any questions or any topics you'd like me to discuss in a future episode. And I really enjoyed hanging out with you guys today.
0: We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you, I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method.